Hello and welcome to our Consumer Guide for Normal People, hosted by OneRoof Financial. I'm Caroline Eburn, Partner and Mortgage and Protection Advisor. So welcome to today's podcast. We are going to be discussing what to look for in a mortgage advisor today. Many of you may not be aware that almost 70% of all mortgages are now done through a broker such as ourselves. So we thought it would be a really good idea to inform our listeners on what to look out for in key warning signs when they're choosing which advisor they want to appoint. So um, I suppose for, for us personally, we decided that we wanted to make sure that we gave everybody the opportunity to talk to an advisor without cost. So it was really important for us to offer every single person a completely free 30-minute advice consultation. So people can come to us and say, this is what I'm looking to do. Is it even possible? So it gives us the opportunity to speak to them and find out if what they're looking to do meets criteria. Because in today's very heavily regulated world, we have to make sure that all criteria points are met. So our 30-minute consultation is available to everybody. It's booked on the diary so our client can have a dedicated 30 minutes of time with a qualified advisor. So that will be with either myself or with Lucy. And um, I suppose what we thought might be a good idea is not everybody's going to come to us at One Roof Financial. So we thought, let's give all of our listeners kind of the top tips on what to look out for when they're looking at deciding who they want to work with. So number one for me is free consultation. So are they expecting me to pay something to even get an answer? And if they offer a free consultation, then that just gives you the opportunity to get to know them and see if you like them. So Key point number two for me is, do you like them? So did you get on well with them on the phone? Did you trust them? So were they so confident in what they were saying that you wholly trusted that they knew what they were talking about, that they're a professional in their field and that they gave you that confidence that you could go to them and they would assist you in buying your dream home or creating your dream extension by raising money uh, on your property? Yeah, I think um, for, for especially, you know, for first time buyers or, or movers as well, uh, having a, a mortgage and uh, moving, it's it's such a, a stressful and it's it's a really hard time for a lot of people. So to, to be able to trust your advisor, then that's really, really important, isn't it? It really is, Lucy. Um, and number three on my list is fees. Most mortgage brokers do charge a fee. That is because we are professionals. We want to dedicate that time in the diary. And the only way we can dedicate the hours of research that's needed and the hours of fact-finding that's required, that is why we charge a fee. And most other brokerages do. So if you are shopping around, first thing you need to ask is, do you charge a fee? So do you do a bit of a freebie? And then what is the ongoing fee? after that so do do I char- get a charge every time so if I remortgage every two years am I being charged every two years or is it once and then you're on board yeah. so that is really really important um, second um, to that is product range so when you're ringing and you've said you know do you charge a fee you also want to know what product offering they have so if you went to your own bank which a lot of people do so oh I'm already with this lender so I'm just going to ring them they can only advise on their own products. So they have one lender. 
So whatever bank or building society you visit, they can only advise on their own products. So you're already missing out on potentially thousands of other mortgage products that might be better for you, that might be cheaper for you. Um, There are then two other options for a broker, an advisor, such as ourselves. They, there are companies that have what's called a limited panel, which means that they have a select number of banks and building societies that they are allowed to advise upon. It does vary from company to company. Some might have 15, some might have more, less. Um, so, And then the, 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 the kind of biggest product range you can have is across the market or as used to be known as whole of market. Even where your product range is from across the market, there's always the exception that there are going to be some deals that you cannot access as an advisor unless um, the, the, the customer goes direct. So um, it, it doesn't happen very often, but there could be an incredible deal with one particular bank or building society and that is for direct customers only. So the customer must apply to them directly and not come via a broker. Um, it is it is rare, as I say, but there is that odd occasion. So wherever, whatever your product range is, you've always got that limitation sometimes as to what you can do. Um, but you really want to be going for the largest number of products from someone you trust with a, as an affordable fee as possible and a fee that lasts as long as possible. Um, And also as well, recommendations are a big thing. So at the end of our process, our clients get sent a questionnaire or a survey, and it always asks on there, would you recommend your advisor to a friend, family, or work colleague? And a really good indication of advisors who are doing a really good job for their customers is, are they getting recommendations? So you want your clients to shout it from the rooftops that they've had a really good experience. We use our testimonials on social media and we let people know what our clients think of us. There's also various other resources. So you can look at Google reviews, you can look at Facebook reviews. But I think as well, going on um, a recommendation, you're not then going in completely blind. You've, You've had a client or a friend or a family member that says, I've been to these guys, they're really, really good. So again, as a snapshot, free consultation, do you like them, trust them? How much do they charge? When? Is it refundable? Do you have to pay again and again? What's their product range? So is it just their own products or is it the the widest range possible? And did they have good reviews? So I think in a nutshell, that is definitely what consumers ought to be looking out for. Yeah, yeah. And um, like you say, there's just so many advisors out there now and you need one that's um, going to meet your specific needs and to to help you through the process so and you know with there being so many advisors there are some that don't do a good job so are there sort of any red flags that you would um you know recommend the the listeners look out for definitely i would say any advisor that puts pressure on you to make a decision isn't a good advisor Mm. everybody needs to be given ample time to reflect on what they're doing it's a massive decision it's a big step when you are getting onto the ladder for the very first time or if you move into a bigger house it's it's a lot of financial pressure so if you have an advisor who keeps pestering you and pestering you to sign up sign up they're definitely not the right advisor for you 
you want someone who gives you all of the time you need. They don't restrict you. So they don't say, oh, I've done, I've done enough work for you now. I'm not doing anything else. You, you need someone to give you as much time as you need as an individual and to act for you as the main priority and not be thinking, oh, you know, that lender's offering a really good commission at the minute. That's the one I'm going to use. You want somebody who acts for you as the customer. Yeah. Um, also as well, is the advisor being really vague? So are they saying, oh, I'm not sure if I can help you. Oh, I don't know. I can give it a go. Anything that kind of makes you think, oh, I don't know if I trust them to actually do the job or I don't think I could rely on them. That's a really good um, indicator to, to look out for. Mm. And, and I've heard clients who've come to me before who say that an advisor is trying to give them a recommendation before even getting to know them. So they're basically waiving an agreement in principle certificate from a particular bank without even getting to know the person and what's important to them. So I think, again, if you're being kind of rushed ahead and steamrolled into things without feeling like they've listened to you and got to know about you and your family and your circumstances, again, that's a really, really big indicator. Yeah, um, uh, they might be trying to um, get you in with a with a nice interest rate, but they don't actually know that they can get it for you yet because, you know, you might not have done the interview. So, um, it, like you say, it's very important to to be aware if they're just trying to get you in the door just to pay the fee and yep. then they say that they can't help. Yep. So, um, you know, offering products and interest rates before you even spoke to them properly, you know, how do they know they, they can get you that interest rate yet? So, yep. um, yeah, something to be aware of for sure. Definitely, definitely. And I suppose what I've been hearing even more of lately is people being forced to speak to a particular advisor just because the house they want to view is up with a certain estate agent or it might be a new build with a certain developer. And they are using the, you have to speak to our advisor before we will even let you view. Yeah. Or yeah. you can't make an offer on a property until you've spoken to our advisor. You have the freedom of choice to choose your own advisor. No third party should steamroller you into using an advisor just because they say so you should choose someone you trust choose someone that's been recommended to you you shouldn't be forced into speaking to anybody you don't want to speak to and I think that's a really big problem in our industry at the moment is some companies are being a little bit naughty and are saying well you you use our advisor and our solicitor and we'll put you carpets in your new build but if you use your own advisor, you won't get those carpets. And I think there has to be some kind of law or regulation that's got to come in for customer protection because you should have the right to use whoever you want to use and you shouldn't be made to speak to anybody. Exactly. So that's something I've experienced quite a lot of um, of late. Yeah. And I think that's something that needs to be addressed in the industry. Yeah. And um, I think if you've got an advisor that you do trust already, then take their word for things more than, you know, um, the estate agent, for example, that's trying to get you to use their advisor. Because um, I've had a case recently where um, the clients were told by the estate agents that I couldn't help. And then my, the clients rang me and said, oh, well, the estate agents have been in touch and said that you've said that you can't help. And I said, I've never said such a thing. So, um, but of course, my clients, you know, were very loyal to me and they came and they told me what the estate agent had been 
been saying and um you know we managed to sort it all out but just be really careful not to trust the word of every everyone that you hear because they are doing everything they can sometimes to get you as their client and um often they might not be trustworthy so yeah and I think what is really important to mention is these relationships that these estate agents have it will all be down to them earning a referral fee yeah so the mortgage advisor they're pushing will almost certainly give them a referral fee the solicitor they're pushing will almost certainly give them a referral fee. So they're not doing it for the customer's best interest. They are doing it because they want to earn a bigger piece of the pie. So always be mindful and and just think, you know, are they doing this in my best interest or is there something in it for them? Because certainly with my clients and I've had some of the same clients for 13 nearly well 14 years now and those clients will come back to me time and time again and they wouldn't do anything without checking with me first and I think as an advisor that is one of the massive compliments that you can be paid that somebody won't do anything without asking you first and checking with you and saying is this right yeah and um it's a it clients and loyal clients are a godsend to any business yeah so what you're really saying is cheapest is not always the best the most expensive ain't always the best. It's what works for you. It's the personality between each other, the trust that you install within each other. That's the best person that you would feel to go to. Who's going to get you the best option and the best price and the best product on the market? Yeah, based on your own individual circumstances yeah. without any other agenda. The only agenda for your advisor should be your welfare, your family's welfare, making sure that it's affordable now and for the long term because your home is such a a massive part of your situation that you need to make sure that everything's done properly. And you've also got them there for an after service. The last thing you want is for someone to push you, push you, push you into using this advisor so you can get free carpets and then they ditch you off. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, we only deal with new people. We don't want we don't want to look after you now. So I think it's really important to choose your advisor wisely and choose for life. So yeah. I mean, yes, circumstances change and your friend might become qualified, but I think as a whole, once you've got someone you trust, there is absolutely no reason why you can't stay with that advisor for the rest of your days. Yeah, exactly. And like you've said, you know, if um, someone's really pushing you to use, you know, the advisor and estate agents or, you know, you know, uh, a housing company, then they they are more than likely they've got a reason for it and it won't be to benefit you as the client it will be to benefit them so just yeah, really the free mindful. carpets have to be paid for somewhere along the exactly. line <laughs> <laughs> exactly fantastic so. so um that's it for today yes brilliant yes. see you again soon thank you one roof financial llp is an appointed representative of primus mortgage network a trading name of first complete limited which is authorized and regulated by the financial conduct authority your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. We usually charge a fee for mortgage advice. The amount of the fee will depend upon your circumstances and will be discussed and agreed with you at the earliest opportunity.